0: This podcast cannot, nor should not, be described as safe for work or minivan-friendly. Listener discretion advised. Stay tuned after the disclaimer for something a little extra. Pass. Tell that you Welcome, fellow bastards, to Bastard Backstage. I am your head bastard, and this is where we get to know a little bit more about our favorite bastards. Today's bastard is actually Jesse. Jesse joined us on the uh, second part of the friendship bracket and she was a very late addition but uh, without knowing anything about it she did very very well how are you doing today they love
1: i'm doing good so today is actually my birthday so
0: (laughs) nice well happy birthday from us and the the bastard crew and i'm pretty sure from everybody out there out in spotify land as well anyway they are giving you a well deserved happy birthday! Uh, I will not ask you how old you are because that is not a generally thing to do. Uh, so that I is stopped that aging at
1: twenty nine? So
0: that's what I tell people too. i like it's my fifth anniversary of such and such, and <laughs> like I can't count past twenty nine anyway. So and you only you don't even look twenty nine, dude. Oh, nice. Four. <laughs> For people out there in Spotify land, go ahead and check out our uh, our Bracket Bastard page on YouTube. You can see see what I'm talking about as well. She's prob- probably a lovely photo of her on the actual uh, episode thing as well. So, But that will be a picture that she's going to be able to pick out so she can put her best foot forward on that one. Anyway, back to the show. Uh, there's about 25 or so questions here. To help not only our fans but your fans and people out there that just kind of want to get to know your beautiful voice a little bit more you're ready to run the gauntlet of bastards backstage questions
1: yes i i think i am
0: <laughs> all right first question as always is an icebreaker i love icebreakers. um we've already broken the ice in the past where we're becoming fast friends but just so you could be like the rest of the crew how many square feet of pizza do you think you eat in a year?
1: Oh, gosh. Like, <laughs> so, like, my answer six months ago would have been different than it is now uh, because I had the gastric bypass surgery. So I can only eat about a half a cup of food at a time and pizza is just one of those that like sits really heavy on my stomach now so square feet of food or pizza if i were to like guess i would probably say 50 square feet that's (laughs) i i think that's still a lot though like that
0: (laughs) yeah that 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 is a lot If, if you're have if you're having square pizzas um,
1: square pizzas so that would the, be uh, a, like... a large
0: is a, a large is about a foot and a half So it would take uh, oh, for so. every three square feet of pizza it would be two larges. So divide 50 by three that's what uh 16 and a third ish
1: oh gosh no am definitely not that's way too much. yeah <laughs> yeah okay so I'm gonna say like maybe five square feet then
0: like, okay. okay that sounds
1: a lot better because I'm like 50 like that sounds but I don't know why like when I think of a square foot like I am thinking like little but then I have to go like no that's like this big
0: yeah <laughs> uh do you have speaking of pizza though do you have a favorite topping or a place to go when you can eat pizza or could um, actually?
1: I think that my favorite place, is a local place here in Reno and it's called Pizza Plus. And my favorite topping I would say is bacon.
0: Like bacon bacon or Canadian bacon? Cause there's a big difference between the two.
1: Like bacon bacon. Like I'm not big on Canadian bacon. That's just ham. Like- <laughs>
0: Blame Canada. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, one of my f- favorite times to eat pizza was back in the 90s. I'm a 90s kid. I, I am. I, I hit my 8th anniversary of my 29th birthday this year. So that would make me a perfectly a 90s child at this point. One of the, my favorite things about the, the 90s, though, was uh, not only the games and the movies and stuff like that, but the music. So, my question to you is, what is your go-to 90s song? Oh gosh,
1: Hit Me Baby One More Time? Like, I feel like that's still 90s, but like at the same time I'm like is that early 2000s?
0: I I think it would qualify as 90s. I will count it cuz to be perfectly honest, I can't verify if it if it is or not, but it doesn't definitely feels like a 90s song no matter what. So, but that was back in the 90s. What are you rocking out to now? Oh, gosh.
1: um, I don't know. I'm definitely, I feel like I'm definitely an emo kid. So I like, like Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco. I like I Prevail. I'm super excited because I will be going to Aftershock this year. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll be my first time going and I get to go like all four days. So I'm very thrilled about that. <laughs>
0: And I am very jealous about that.
1: Okay, we got a little sidetracked on
0: that. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Sorry. Getting back to the show. Okay. <laughs> uh, we, we were talking a little bit about, about bluey right then, so we're going to stick with colors. There <laughs> okay. you go. I'm glad, I'm glad you laughed at that because that was a rough transition. Uh, how do you describe the color yellow to a blind man?
1: It's so hard because, like, I'm not big on the color yellow. But, like, if I were to describe it, I would say it's warm. But not burning. Um, oh, like, I would, I don't know. Like, I would kind of describe it as, like, the, like, I feel like it would be, like, a the temperature feeling. But, like, and I just kind of keep coming back to, like, a, the color yellow would be, like, a warm fall day. Like, that's how it, like feels to me and it's weird because i don't like the color yellow but i love fall so mm-hmm. <laughs> That's
0: my that answer. and where, where where you're at right now you're our you experience some major heat too yes oh god i it's- feel for you we're we're supposed to be getting up in the upper 90s next week and i'm sitting there going it's like i you know what like where I'll be working has air conditioning. Uh, I'll be working next to a freezer anyway, so I'm not gonna have to, to be too terribly worried about it. And I could just stay inside. These people out in like the Southwestern part of uh, the United States right now, I, uh, oh my I, God. I, I feel I, for you.
1: I'm glad I'm up on the Northern side because if I was like down in Vegas, I would be dead. Like I lived in Vegas for probably like two months. Um, and it didn't work out, but I'm not mad about it because like, I love like being uncomfortably hot, (laughs) but that's, that is even too much for me. Like I have a friend that was saying the other day, it was like 115 degrees Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh man. And it got up to 105 here the other day. And I think it was a little bit hotter on Sunday, but I don't, I don't know what it
0: got to. I took my car in for, uh, for an appointment because the person who did my oil change before they kind of screwed it up. But uh, I was listening to the radio and they said that Death Valley, uh, they had a new record of 135 degrees. Yeah. And that's on the low scale at, at that current time. They're expecting it to get hotter at that point. I'm sitting there going, it's like, dude, like, no. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I I look and get hot. I was pretty pretty bad about di- like different weather. We had, uh, in I think there was between like a six weeks period. We had a temperature change of like a hundred and like a hundred and two degrees something like that between between the wind chill on on one on the colder end and like the heat index on on the other end so the feeling temperature was between a six weeks period there is a 102 degree temperature change i was just gnarly about stuff like that it's just absolutely terrible anyway um you said the color yellow is warm we're gonna stick with the color theory on this one and ask you this question you are a new crayon in a new box what color are you? And why? Ooh.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Um I, think I would be like a pink color, like like a rosy pink color. And I would say that I would be like a pink color because or like that rose pink because it's still kinda soft.
0: say um, hmm. I would go like rose pink because it it's nice and soft but you know there might might be some thorns there too
1: there we go there we go
0: (laughs) bluey minds think alike man it is uh with the exception of being on bastards, which you did a really, really great job on and uh we are super excited to have you back whenever you decide to come on i already sent you the list and Uh, I sent you the new list. You were the one of the only people to get the new list of the stuff that we're doing all the way out until January. Um, There's dates past that, but we're not really booking that until uh, at this point, but um, polling your family and friends. So what would your family and friends? This this is answer for them uh, answer for them. But what would they say that you're most known for?
1: probably my bubbly like personality um so just kind of like super smiley all the time which is not always the best i will say that because i don't i don't have like that fight or flight response to like dangerous situations i have what they call as a fawn response where like i will then just like become overly friendly to kind of pacify that Mm -hmm. Danger, and it's it's not always like the best. <laughs> but I would say probably like the bubbly, like chipper personality.
0: You, uh, I think we've had this conversation in the past, but you're you're not not a wrestling fan, correct? Like a pro wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Okay, the, the, then this this context you might not might not get. But there is a female wrestler by the name of Liv Morgan. If you ever get a chance. She is, like, the one person that I would put you next to as, like, the personality and the type of look and everything everything else that you have. So, if you get a chance, check, check that one out. Okay. Uh, the next question is a question that is a- actually answered with a question. Oh. Okay. Uh, we are not looking to the answer of this question. We are looking for the, the question for this question because... This is uh, public, and I don't want to get you in trouble. But what is one question that you will never answer in public?
1: What is my kink? I feel like that's something I wouldn't mind somebody to know, like, on a more private or personal basis. But as far as, like, Mm -hmm. something that's, like, public, I think that if somebody, like, knows you. Pink, they kind of have like a weird little power over you because they like they're like mm, i know how to get to you and i don't like that
0: see i that's one topic i absolutely love talking i love talking about politics religion and stuff like that uh sexual preferences and desires and stuff like that is another conversation i love to have because everybody's different and they're different for different reasons uh a lot of people will say oh it's because of daddy issues and stuff like that it's not not usually. No, not it at all. It doesn't have anything to do with that. It's just different experiences and so on and so forth. So that is one conversation I, I love having with people. If somebody happened to, happened to ask me that, I would have trouble answering the question, but not because of having the desire not to. It's more or less trying to narrow it down.
1: yeah like i definitely don't mind talking about like sexual things or anything like that but actually like truly admitting like what exactly the kink is i don't think i would like actually answer that because again i don't want somebody to be like "Mm, i'm gonna i'm gonna mess with you (laughs) like and i don't know why like somebody would do that but i i just do
0: the thing is though is that you to mess with somebody kink wise You'd have to know that person kind of personally anyway, to even get um, that close. So, <laughs> so having it as a public answer, I, I think like ninety percent of the public, or even higher than that, it wouldn't really has have a adverse issue with like you're pertaining to. It'd just be the people that are that are around you that could fuck with you. That's um, true. So, I don't know. It's just that kind of my thoughts in the matter but that question has a tendency to bring the conversation down a little bit sometimes it didn't with you because as as again you have said you have a very bubbly personality <laughs> and um, I don't know if stuff just doesn't get to you but I know that question didn't so I'm gonna ask you this one A penguin waddles through your doorway wearing a sombrero <laughs> what what does he say to you and why is he there
1: I just think he's going to ask me for some tequila. <laughs> like, and obviously we're just going to have some margaritas. <laughs> like. And there you got it. They definitely have to be <laughs> they have to be blended margaritas. <laughs> and I don't know why this is so funny. <laughs> but I like as you're like describing this sombrero wearing penguin like I am like visualizing
0: I'm waiting for you to start snorting. That's what I'm waiting for you. Out
1: there. It's coming because I snort so bad when I laugh. Like, and I have to like I have to I don't know why I can't like breathe in through my nose when I'm laughing. But like I like plug it. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay, next
0: Are you sure?
1: Maybe. <laughs> Okay, Okay, I think it's
0: ready. <laughs> are, you, are you positive about that? Yes. Alright. Um, a lot of people do the entire two truths and a lie. I don't really like it. I personally think it's been done multiple times. And a lot of people have the, their answers already kind of picked out in their head what they would do. So, I'm going to turn this on its head a little bit. I'm going to go, how about two lies and a truth. Two things that about you that are... Um, that are plausible, but not true. And something that is true about you, but not a lot of people would expect. And don't tell us which is a truth and which is a lie.
1: Okay. Um, I am five, six. My nephew calls me daddy, Jesse. Oh my gosh, I am drawing a blank.
0: It's all those giggles coming coming back up again. It, what is? It is?
1: is. Um, <laughs> and I grew up in Reno.
0: I will let the uh, people out there in Spotify land and the bastards among us try to figure out which is which. I do not know. Don't ask me. Um, but next question is. Picking any character from any type of medium, being books, movies, comic books, uh, whatever you you can imagine, what character would you want to be and why?
1: Oh, goodness. These are... Why are your questions <laughs> so difficult? <laughs>
0: I, I, I told you before, these are not your normal type of interview questions.
1: <laughs> um, I feel like. I would want to be like black widow from the marvel universe um i just find that she's extremely badass i like that she like is able to just kind of like easily like blend in the different like situations and things like that and yeah i i would say if i were to pick just kind of like a character overall i would say black widow from marvel
0: Say I go Bandit Healer, but that's me.
1: <laughs> that's because he's amazing. <laughs> Ban-
0: Bandit Healer is the dad we all want to be. Uh, I can't say much about Chili because Chili is... is uh, I- I'm not a mom, so I can't really say much about that. But All right. the The lottery right now is up to over a billion dollars. Which is a lot of money. I'm going to bring it down a little bit. I, as a mom, I know you don't have the ability to be selfish a lot of the times. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to be. How would you spend $1 million on yourself?
1: Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> um, it sounds kind of weird because I guess it's like it's selfish, but not selfish. So I would probably buy a house that's a little bit bigger um, because I do have my family and then my sister-in-law and, and her family that lives with me. So I'd want it like a bigger home just kind of like fit everybody a little bit more comfortably. Um, and then I would absolutely love a new car. Me personally, I love my Prius, and so I would probably get something that is maybe like the newer Prius or something similar to a Prius, Um, but it would definitely have to have like the touchscreen and like being able to connect to the phone (laughs) and a backup camera because that just kind of makes everything a little bit more convenient.
0: Who was your celebrity crush as a teenager oh
1: gosh um i would say that my celebrity crush as a teenager and even as an adult is uh leonardo dicaprio i feel like he just kind of like aged like fine wine and he just keeps getting better ryan reynolds but he wasn't i don't feel like i had a crush on him as a teenager i feel like it was more so like into my adulthood that i like discovered he has
0: he has gotten better looking with age he really has like you you see him out in like van wilder days he's kind of like a preppy douchebag type thing and then you see him in uh uh let's say my guy Mm -hmm. i guess and or not my guy free guy sorry there And it's, he's a completely different kind of person. I think parenthood is what changed that when, when he became a parent and got married his entire, he went from being a, being a, like a douchebag boyfriend to, to like a handicapped spot in a parking lot. The one, the one spot everybody wants, but only, only certain people can actually get.
1: (laughs) And then his wife, Blake Lively. Oh, my God. I absolutely love her. Yes, hands down. Uh, if I were to become like part of a thruple, like with celebrities, that would be it.
0: Speaking of family, though, because we were just just talk about thruples. If you could join a fictional family and that means join and not replace somebody. OK, what what fictional family would you want to join?
1: Oh my gosh, hands down, the Healer family. Like, they're always having fun. (laughs) Yeah, so I would definitely have to join the Healer family because, again, they're always having fun. They have a lot of those, like, family values that, you know, they're able to kind of... So, like, something that I'm personally working on is, like, emotional regulation. Um, And so, like being able to watch like hey you can actually sit down and have a conversation like I said no because of this not just mm-hmm. said so I mean there is a point where you have to get to look look okay you've asked me why six times like it's because I said so at this point <laughs> but um yeah no I just I, I would definitely if I were to join a fictional family it would definitely be the dealer family
0: one of the things that I, I, I love about them. But by the way, for the people out there, talk about the healer family. That would be Bluey. Seems to be a uh, long-running thing through this show. It is. <laughs> uh, it, it's a it's a good good show. I can't say anything against it. The only issue with Bluey is, for, for one, they are taking a, some time off um, before season four starts. Season season three dropped on Disney Plus for the. U.S. residents, it's it, it's an Australian show. Unfortunately, about that too is that a lot of the the U.S. episodes are edited or just taken out completely because of because of certain things. So, the but I, their their ability to play without worrying about being embarrassed, yes, type thing is something that I admire.
1: And like everybody in the like town, like just plays along with it. They're like, "Yeah, this is cool," and then they just go along with it, like it's they're part of the game or the activity, and that's great.
0: Yeah. So it, I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things that I believe everybody should should aspire to, if given the opportunity. To is like if when it, now you shouldn't completely pander to your kids because they're eventually going to have to grow up and. Uh, People say, oh, I'll I'll start doing that at a certain point. You need to eventually start gradually doing that. But I would give them, give your kids the ability to be be kids as long as possible. Because once you reach a certain point, you can't, you can be childish, but you can't be a child.
1: Exactly. Like, unless there's a reason they have to be, like, clean, like if we're going to go do pictures or... Like if we're going into the doctor's office, I will be like, okay, no, we're not jumping in that mud puddle right now, but when we're done with this, we'll come back to it. I am definitely a firm believer in just let them do it. Like let their shoes be wet, let them have mud on them, let them be messy, let them explore, let them touch the bugs, let them like experience what's around them i i think that that's important you know as far as like developing and having those questions of well why does this look like this or why you know why is it that uh there's a puddle here but it's dry here you know kind of like you know what what's making this A puddle and then I can tell or like I can explain like oh well that's just because the water was running or because it was just raining and it's a lower point in the ground and you can explain like why it is and I think it's just good that the kids always stay curious and I think that modern schooling kind of takes a lot of that curiosity away Mm -hmm. and I'm kind of excited because I am starting to see like more schooling and things like that that's bringing back you know, let the kids explore, let them kind of like become their own like little leaders and things like that, because I don't know, like I know how I grew up. And if you didn't follow the rules or or do it as is, then you were not a smart kid. I honestly like growing up because I have ADHD, so (laughs) I get distracted super easy. and. Like, being able to just kind of, like, sit in a classroom was hard for me. And so I just thought that I was, like, stupid. Like, I just didn't think I could grab And I mean, don't get me wrong, like, math and and myself, like, I just can't do math. Uh, <laughs> but it didn't, it took until I was in college to actually realize, like, I just wasn't learning the way I needed to learn. And I'm actually quite smart. <laughs> so... I I like that they're introducing different learning techniques.
0: I know for a fact there are multiple Facebook pages um, for "quote unquote" bandits out there. Like there there there's dad pages for Bluey, but they're like bandit type type themed. I would definitely assume that there's definitely some chilly ones out there too. Yeah. Although Bandit does seem to be a little bit more of a more think, of a higher character than Chili is, so, so. Yeah,
1: I feel like I'd rather be part of like a dad page than a mom page because if you go I'm on mom pages. Like I am like I have a couple of those and I don't even like bother posting on them because moms are so judgy. Oh yeah. Like we all know that your kid eats boogers. Like, come on. Like let's let's be real here. All kids do it. And, but like, if somebody were to say something like that, they're like, oh my gosh, there's so many bacteria in there. They're just going to get sick. How could you just let your kid eat a booger? And I'm like, well, it's not like I'm just like encouraging this booger eating. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out how to get her to stop doing it. Like.
0: <laughs> the really funny part about it is that moms are known for being really supportive and stuff like that. Like on the outside world and dads are kind of known for being the rough and gruff and everything else. When in reality, when when you actually talk to like a, a lot of these dad pages and so on and so forth, they're supportive as hell. They really are. Like they're they're supportive to the point that they will, uh, if it's something that you can't talk about publicly, uh, they will definitely private message you and a whole bunch whole, whole bunch of stuff that they will ask first if they can because um, <laughs> respect is a thing, and uh, they will work it out. With you and everything else, uh, men's mental health uh, I, is one of my major things that I support personally. That that's one of my one of my hills to die on, I guess. And men supporting men is an absolutely wonderful thing to do because that as as young men we're taught not to bother people, uh, boys shouldn't cry. Uh, all that kind of stuff so when you when you see dad pages and dad pages are really good about this about uh, guys being there for other guys and then you go on mom pages and you see the exact opposite yeah. of it it's just it's just funny it's yeah. sad it's sad as hell but it, it's funny because it's not something that you would normally expect
1: yeah and it's so wild to see that too and and like i said i would much rather be on a dad like page or forum or anything before i would be on a, on a moms because and i don't know why moms are so judgy like that because like i said like all of our kids do it we all know that they do it so there's no reason to like act better than i guess and i i don't know i just can't get on board with that like I'm I'm one. My kid gets a scraped knee. I just like, good for you. I'm so glad to experience that. What can we do so that we don't scrape our knee next time? You know, and having that conversation where the mom's like, why'd you even let them do it? Why, why is your four-year-old on a skateboard? You know, well, because she wanted to be on a skateboard. Like, she wants to do this. And why would I tell her no when I can teach her how to do it? You know?
0: That and balance is one of those, one of those six senses that you need to develop. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> like you, you're going to do it, I'd much rather have you do it when you're four years old and, uh, you can bounce back a lot easier than when you're 40 years old. And if you sneeze the wrong direction, you're going to end up in traction. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you're doing it, if you're doing it at four years old, you're learning how to skate at, skateboard at four years old, and I've I've never learned how to skateboard. I, I, my sense of balance is terrible. Uh, you've lost that 36 years that you could have been could have been skateboarding. Right. So uh, uh, teach them young. If they enjoy it, they enjoy it. If they don't, move on to something else. Exactly. But e- either way, the more the more bridges you build, the more opportunities that that. That you're going to have. Good or bad. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's that. Speaking of time lapse. um, I believe everybody should have goals. They may be big goals. Maybe small goals. But at least as long as you have the ability of of the notion that you are moving forward in life in some way. I want to talk about your goals. Uh, These are things that you want to do. Not things you can accomplish. That you think you can accomplish for whatever, whatever reason. But things that you want to do. What is your one year, your five years and 10 year goals? What are you working on?
1: (laughs) So right now I am working on just kind of, I guess my own boss, um, which I'm almost there. So this would be like in that one year goal. So I will actually be leaving the company that I work for here in August. Uh, when my daughter starts school and from there I will actually be a notary public which I already have like my license I could be doing it right now I'm just not really advertising because I'm still working so I'm like "Mm, it's kind of hard to Mm -hmm. get around it Um, and then I have to charge like travel fees after a certain time um so in August, I'll be kind of focusing more on that. And then I just kind of like do Uber Eats, which I didn't know I was going to actually like it as much as I do. I kind of really like driving around and just kind of sitting in the car and just kind of cruising the town. Um, so I would say by the end of the year, I should be my own boss in that sense. Um, Five-year goal. I want to do more traveling like within the United States so I kind of like the furthest east that I have been is Nebraska um
0: well I mean you have a couple friends in Iowa now so
1: I know so now I have to come see you so within the next Mm -hmm. five years like (laughs) That is definitely a goal. And then within the next 10 years, I want to be visiting at least one new country in each of those years. And I kind of want to go to some like typical places. Like I definitely want to go to Ireland. I want to go to Greece and Italy and places like that. But I also want to go to like Africa. And I don't want to see like your traditional like tourism Africa like I want to go and see and like experience different cultures there um where they're still practicing like in their tribes I I think is Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say that like I I don't know if there's like another word for it but I and I just kind of like and I don't want to like involve myself, I guess, because I don't want to like mess up their dynamic, but I would definitely love to observe it. So I think that started when I was taking anthropology in college, like I really enjoyed that. And I love the idea of being able to just kind of like go and like experience the culture or like watch the culture and, and see how they behave that's different than modern culture. So I've actually like, <laughs> I grew up near like an Amish town. <laughs> And so I actually have gotten to see a little bit of that, but I also was not exactly like invited mm-hmm. to like be in there. <laughs> so I kind of got to observe a little bit, but just not enough that like I would actually really enjoy seeing how they operate, um, still using like different older techniques for growing things and farming and making their own clothes. Like I, I would just like to see those kinds of things just like throughout the entire world.
0: Uh, as a podcaster though, which this is your first introduction into podcasting as well. You've done a wonderful job. As I said before, the, the entire crew, by the way, absolutely, absolutely loves you. Oh. One of my favorite things about podcasting is words. I absolutely love words. Words are the basis of pretty much everything I do for fun, but we're gonna talk about your words. I want three words from you. The first one is, what is your favorite word?
1: Oh my gosh, I, I really, I like the word indubitably, but I don't use it all the time. I just think it sounds fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Indubitably.
1: Indubitably, and then like when you say, you kind of have to like do like a proper, a proper accent. Indubitably. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that I would say is probably my favorite word, even though I don't use it often.
0: It, it's it's only used for special circumstances. I would love to have somebody say it without a proper accent, just because it's kind of it's really hard not to.
1: It really is. <laughs> Like if you uh, just like indubitably, like I feel like you trip on it if you're not saying it with. Yeah,
0: there's just just certain words that you can't like that that and the word faux pas. Faux pas. Is,
1: yeah, you yes, got
0: like it's the same thing. It. There's certain words that you just you kind of have to go into like in either like a French type feeling or and there's certain words that you can only say, especially if if they're from the South or from from a uh, Louisiana or stuff like that. You have to go into a fake accent and you're not trying to
1: so I def I would say I definitely like pick up on accents very easily as well Um, neither one of my parents have an accent Um, (laughs) but uh so like working like customer service and things like that I would work with providers and a lot of providers are outsourced so they have those really thick heavy accents Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: there's occasionally like times where I'll have to ask them like okay like I'm going to need you to just slow down a bit. And then, (laughs) but most of the time I can like, okay, you know what? I am with you. And then there's times where I pick up on the accent and I start talking in the accent. And it's not like intentional. It's just Mm -hmm. how it comes out.
0: So that was your favorite word. So what is your least favorite word?
1: I would say cunt is my least favorite word.
0: I love the word cunt.
1: Like... But I feel like the reason that I don't like it is because typically, like, when it's used, it is used, like, in a derogatory or I'm a put you Mm -hmm. down kind of way. I don't know. Like, but I feel like over the last couple of years, I've opened a little bit more to it. Like, I'm like, you know, it's not so bad. Like, mm.
0: That's a very ironic way to phrase that.
1: (laughs) I didn't even think of that one.
0: now, um, the, the reason why I absolutely love the word "cunt" is not for the for the derogatory term. Yes, it, it's a it's a term that will stop a conversation. It, it should only be used if you're going to use it derogatory way. It, sh- it should only be used in the most extreme circumstances. But the word "cunt," believe it or not, is the only word for that particular part of, of a woman's body that is not that is that is not connected. Um, with the use of a penis, it's not the word. The word vagina even is, is um, It's not Italian; it's Latin um, for the word sheath, like you're taking out out a sword or knife or something. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much everything else is, is used with with that kind of kind of connection to to a male member. So realistically, the word cunt is the most. Um, Oh crap. Is the most feminist word for a vagina there is.
1: I like that. Like. I can take that.
0: Yeah. it just, it's just what it is. And I, I, I tell people all the time. It's like, I, I love going backwards into what words, I'm uh, sorry. How words came about. And that's one of my favorite words to tell the background to. So, um, Alright, your least favorite word is cunt. I love saying that, so I'll say it again. Cunt. Hard T. What is your favorite swear word? Fuck. It's
1: so universal. It just kind of like you can fit it in
0: anywhere. Again, intriguing choice of words. Do do you consider fuck a swear word though? I mean, since, since it is so universal, they could be used in I, I would consider fucking adjective.
1: So, I feel like it could be like... Oh, there's so many uses for it. Um, and I, the reason I consider it a swear word is because it's a word that I would not say in front of my grandparents. Okay. So, <laughs> but it's definitely my favorite because I, I can... Like, uh, when I'm not working or like i just i swear like a sailor like i am so awful about it there's no filter um as far as like language that i use i've had to kind of like dial it back a little bit you know having the the younger ones because i let them speak freely Mm -hmm. the n-word is definitely one that's not allowed to be used in the house um even my nieces are all mixed. So I don't allow them to use that, like even with us. Uh, But I did find out they were using it not in front of us because the toddlers started saying it and I had to shut that down quickly. But um, it's not. So there's very few things that I will like limit for the kids to say or I will tell them, okay, it's school, it's school time language. And so between certain hours of the day, like We just have to be careful what we're saying. Mm -hmm. But outside of those hours, like when you are home and you are in your safety area and you're in your comfort zone, you are allowed to talk to me however you feel you need to express yourself. Um, As long as it's not like being rude or extremely like derogatory. Because if we're getting there, then we have to like that's where we stop it. Like, okay, you're feeling this way. And I understand that you're feeling this way. So let's see what we can do because now whatever's hurting you, you're trying to hurt me and I don't like that. So let's let's work this out. But I think it's like it also sets up like that good dialogue because growing up, I was definitely like if I had like an attitude, I couldn't exactly like express myself without having like the consequence of being in trouble. And I don't think that that's exactly fair. Whereas like, I'm watching the parents and like how they're talking to me and how they're talking to each other. So why can't I do that? And I I don't know, like, I just I think if we're going to hold them to an adult standard, then we need to talk to them and, and teach them how to be like an adult in that kind of sense, I guess.
0: I um I have the same rules my my daughter she's 15 years old and I I I tell her I don't care what what she's she, she says around me words are words it just depends how you use them. She does have three rules to them though. Uh one you have to know what the word means. And that, that that's not always with square words either. That's with or any word. Cause I don't want I don't want you to use a word what I don't want you to think a word means a certain thing and continually to use this. To, to, uh, uh, use it. For instance, um, <laughs> the the person who studies race car driving is not a racist. That's two completely different things. I know, um, but that that's, that's my my.
1: That's a good example.
0: That's my that's my go to on that. But uh, she has to know what the word means. She has to know. Um, she has to know how to spell it. Uh, and there, and and she has to know that there's there's uh, lo- location, location, location. So there's only there's certain people you, you can't swear around. You should, definitely shouldn't swear around because you're going to burn a bridge eventually. Um, if you're going to swear, try to use other words, um, like call, calling somebody chauvinistic. Is one of my favorite things, especially with the young young men now um, a days, because they don't they don't know what it means. But you can tell by a person's voice when you call them a name that they don't know that it's it's meant to be insulting, so they're going to be pissed off at that point. And then they go back later on uh, or um, pretty soon afterwards because they, they have their cell phone and once they figure out how to spell the word that you're you're talking about, they look it up. And they figured out what it is, and then they're pissed off all over again. If you call somebody an asshole, they already know what an asshole is. They're, they're gonna they're gonna be offended once and move on. You call somebody that they don't, don't know what that means. Even better, if you call it in somebody else in a different language, uh, they have to not only they're not only gonna get offended then, they're gonna have to spend the time to look it up, which is a waste of their time, and then they're gonna get offended again because not only are they offended but they wasted their time it's one of the it's you have to be creative with your speech um i told her and she she asked me why she's like well why uh we were having a discussion on why i i don't believe in swear words i go when you're four years old and you call somebody a poo-poo head it's funny it, it's 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 cute it's funny blah 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 when you're 24 years old and you call somebody a shithead it's insulting what's the difference
1: Yeah, and i mean technically you're using it in the same contents like context if you are yeah. insulting them something. So, I mean, like you are insulting them. And I mean, like as a four year old, it is super cute. Maybe you just lose that cuteness when you turn 20. Like
0: Yeah, but, that's but what that, well, <laughs> well, I know nobody likes you when you're 23, but I'm pretty sure 24 kind of goes the same count. I'm so glad you caught that reference. I
1: did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, that, that was my point I go you could use a word especially the word fuck for instance I don't consider fuck a swear word unless you're calling somebody a fucker which is derogatory if you if you say there's a difference between saying the weather the weather is beautiful outside than saying the weather is fucking beautiful outside it's an adjective or it's an adverb at that point because you have the ing but uh it's just expressing how much more the weather is beautiful at that point now is fucking a swear word when you're using it as a non uh it, when you're when you're using it not to put somebody down when you're not aiming at 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 somebody
1: right and that's where like i'm like sit there and i'm like okay that's hard because like i said it's one i won't say in front of my grandparents because they i'd get all the looks um I don't know, because like I don't mind saying it. I don't mind hearing it. I don't somebody like I was eating with somebody the other day and there was a group of people that just like they kept swearing and And this person like got up and like walked away like they're like, I don't want to hear this anymore and just like got so offended over it. I was like, why? And they're like, why are you letting your kids hear this? And I was like, because their words And if my kids have a question about the word or the behavior, like I'm going to address it and I'm going to talk to them about it. Like, I'm not going to be upset or I'm not going to walk away and have my meal ruined because somebody's using their words. And these are the words that they're choosing to use. Like it's, that's just that, you know, like, I, I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's one of those, like, it's hard because as far as like, if my kids are to say it in front of me, I don't consider it a swear word, but out in public, I do.
0: Which kind of seems like a double standard to me. It
1: definitely does, and that's hard. And like, it's one of those like weird lines. Because-
0: my see, my definition because you you can, for instance, and I, I don't like using this word, so I, I'm I'm going to use it in the in the context as as a as a, um, idea. The word retard technically is not a swear word. It's not, it's not one of those, one of those words that are are listed to say, hey, this is, this is, this is a swear word. It's not fuck shit, damn ass, cunt, types like that. Uh, but it's, it's one of those words that you can't really use other than, as a negative towards somebody if you're throwing whatever word it is negatively at somebody to me that's a swear word it's your intent it's your intent behind it so yeah you can uh i i can't uh i i can't think of a word that wouldn't wouldn't be considered a a swear word off the top of my hand but you could use it use it derogatory towards a person I don't care, the word became completely clean. Like you like, you sir are a pop can. Right. Okay, I think it's a pop can, <laughs> that's the point. Pop can is not a swear word. It's your, it's your intention behind it. If you are having the intention to hurt somebody with your words, that would be, that's what I consider a swear word. If you are using a swear word, what other people consider a swear word, in a non in a non combative way, it's a word. Yeah.
1: See, and I agree. I agree with you on that. Like, I I think it's how the word is used, and not not exactly what the word is. With the exception of the N word, because that's there's yeah, really, that's, not ever in yeah. a derogatory way like there's there's no form of a sentence that you can use that in that is not aimed to be hurtful.
0: I always I always tell people as far as as far as the show goes if you can if it's a if it's a famous quote not something obscure or whatever which is the reason I kind of got on Jeremy and it didn't make the show. Um it if if it's if if it's a quotable quote type type thing I will allow it as long as you name the quote beforehand. Like, hey, this uh, as as, for instance, J- uh, Jeremy said, as South Park said, or as yeah, whatever from whatever quote, blah 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 blah. End quote. I will allow it because this it it becomes more of a historical context. It comes. It, it is taking all of the. All all of the thought process off of you. If it's used as a joke, as in a joking form, I have a tendency to be a little bit more cognizant as far as it being used because our show is is a humor based type thing, as as you can tell. But uh, I, it's also something to introduce people to other things that they may have not have heard of for instance uh you've never seen the movie shawshank redemption yes okay um as somebody who else who may have not who has never seen shawshank in the past have heard it on our show they may they might be interested in watching shawshank (laughs) because of that
1: I think that's So I so cuz I almost put it on the other day cuz it came up on my Amazon Prime like list of movies I might watch.
0: Yeah.
1: And I almost watched it, but I I don't know, I got like distracted or something and never heard It's it's
0: a long movie. Like I said, you could take like a solid hour out of that movie and it it'd be a better movie. I'm not a fan of it. I I have a poster across the room of the uh, I, don't, I don't know whose listed is, but there's a 100 movies that you need to see before you die. I'm <laughs> I think i've seen about two-thirds of them <laughs> and i'm a movie buff like i'm the type of person that i i have uh 800 i just counted them I 827 movies upstairs that have no copies on them because i just got rid of the copies like i took a box of dvds to the library just because i'm like i don't have any else i can't do anything else with them so give to them but no, that I so we, we we try to we try to educate in our own way as far as the show goes and saying saying stuff like that the inward though is 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 a special case for me because I personally I can see context in it. It's one of those things that I don't want people to forget because once you forget history you have a tendency to repeat history but I also don't believe in double standards. So if it's something that the general population will say that, Hey, you probably shouldn't say this. Then, uh, just because you're of, of a certain skin tone, you're able to say it because of stuff that, that happened in years ago. Type type thing and that doesn't that doesn't just go for that word that goes for stuff like like the word kike for instance uh which Jewish lore would have problems with with that one um among and, and there's other ones, on, other ones like that too if it's and that's pretty much strictly a derogatory word that nobody should take back like it's not that's not a word that you need to go hey let's let's make this into a good word let's just not use the word period how about you form a different word as something else Yeah. but get back to the show who or what inspires you in life oh that's... like i said like i said they're not they're not easy questions
1: definitely not um I would probably say my dad inspires me. Um, I think that's where a lot of like my creativity comes from. Um, I do feel like out of like all of my parents he's probably the one that I have always been most open with. Um, So he was the one that I just came out and I was like, look, I'm going to the clinic to get on birth control because I'm not gonna be a teen mom. Um, and that's, that's just kind of how I approached him with it too. And he was like, oh, okay. Like, and he didn't have anything else to say.
0: Uh, <laughs> like I can see your logic in this. So I, don't right.
1: like <laughs> it, I can't tell you no, because obviously you're doing something that's having you go there, you know? And like, you know, and I've always been able to be like open about that kind of stuff with my dad. Um, like I think I I think I showed you like the project that I'm working on, um, that countertop, the like resin with the river through the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually doing that with him. Um, so he's kind of like been helping me with that. This right here, um, like he just kind of gave me these pieces and he was like, "Here, do what you want with them." And so I made a like shelf thing. <laughs> uh so i would say that he's definitely probably like that that point of an inspiration for me he's always been like a really hard worker um i don't think i've ever seen my dad not work so he is he's disabled (laughs) um but he still does like what he can to provide um Yeah. So, I, like I said, I would definitely say my dad's probably like that, that biggest piece of inspiration just kind of for everything that I do in life. Uh, he is probably the reason why I love to travel like I do. Um, he was the one that would be like, oh, it's like one o'clock in the morning. Like, here, I'm going to need you to grab a set of pajamas, an outfit and a swimsuit. And, you know, we're we're heading out for the weekend. Huh. I would be like, oh, OK, I would grab what I needed throw it in a bag and like we would all just take off and I love doing spontaneous like trips like that and my uh, my husband Josh he is definitely not like that he is like we have to plan it
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and so and his Ironically, his favorite trip is one where, uh, when like all of California was on fire, it was like just so smoky here, and he like he wasn't able to breathe, and it was super hot, like it was like the hundreds kind of weather, like he was just absolutely miserable. Uh, he had the day off, and I was like, "Look, when you get home from work, I have a bag packed, and we are going to the coast." And he like sort of freaked out a little bit over it room so we slept in the car because you know it, nothing was planned and he still talks about that trip because it was it was his favorite trip and I was like you are welcome
0: <laughs> my wife's the same way by the way she's she's a plan type person I'm like hey I got about probably 200 bucks here and a free weekend what are we gonna do you are on a path of career advancement currently we we discussed that a little bit before but i'm going to ask you this knowing that you couldn't fail at it what would your dream job be
1: oh i have a great one okay so this kind of ties in like <laughs> with my traveling i would love to be like a secret shopper for like hotels like i would like to go in and check into the hotel and like take notes on the customer service on like room services and things like that. Um, you know, and just, I would like to do kind of like reviews and get people to review hotel and kind of report back to like the main company
0: for that. That was your dream job. What would be your job that you would never do?
1: Oh goodness. Um I don't I, I feel like if it has just anything to do with like cleaning bathrooms, like I don't think I could do it because like I know they have like nose plugs and things like that, but like smells get to me really bad. Uh-huh. And but I will say 10 out of 10. A Man's bathroom is way better than a female bathroom. Yep. Like I don't again, this kind of comes in like you would assume that ladies would be like more cleanly about things. Absolutely not. They are disgusting. Women in women's bathrooms are disgusting. And I don't know why. Like I don't understand and I just hope that anybody who decides that they want to be gross in the bathroom or like leave things like on walls or all over the place. I hope they don't invite me to a barbecue because I don't want to know how your house looks like.
0: (laughs) No, I don't know why too. Like I'll I'll go to mall, like like mall bathrooms are with the exception of porter potties, but porter potties are kind of in a class all of their own. Mall bathrooms with... You kind of figure it would be disgusting because you have people from all walks of life, literally all in one one location. Um, I've cleaned mall bathrooms before. This is the best litmus test you could you can come from because they're not they're not all kids, they're not all adults, they're not all all whatever. Uh, mall bathrooms for women are horrendous. Like just flat out horrendous and i'm not talking about like like uh, feminine feminine care products but i'm talking about like the condition of the mirrors the condition of just there's freaking paper towels all over the place from like here's a trash can right there and you can't hit can't hit the trash can you complain about men not not being able to hit the toilet seat you can't but hit a you trash can't can. you can't hit a trash can
1: Yes, exactly. No, it's like I said, I, if I were given the choice, I would use the man's bathroom because ladies are gross, but I don't, and I don't know why. I, I don't understand as to what, like, I don't know if it's like, oh, I have to sit at home and I'm cleaning up after everybody all day. I'm not going to like bend over and clean up after myself here. Like that doesn't even make sense to me, but it. Yeah, ladies' bath. I, I couldn't. I couldn't clean bathrooms just specifically because I know how uh, girls' bathrooms
0: are. I, I can tell you something, by the way. I, I would do it with your husband and not, or, or, or with like a male friend or something like that. I wouldn't do it by yourself. But if you're ever in a mall or something and there's a super long line to the women's bathroom, but there's no line for the male's bathroom, just go into the male's bathroom. Re- realistically, like we're not gonna bat an eye at it. As long as you're not standing there at the urinal, because that that would kind of, that would, that would pique some kind of interest. Because I'm like, no, wait a minute, this doesn't work right. But uh, if, if you just need to go to the bathroom, a lot of guys will actually let you go in front of them. Yeah. Just Because of that, because it's just like, you know what, just go. I can hold it a little bit, you go type things. Oh,
1: yeah. No, I've had had that happen a lot of times where they're like, oh, I see that there's a line and there will be guys that will stand outside of the bathroom and let some of the ladies just go in and do their thing. And then after like so many, they're like, okay, we're going to let some of the guys go. Like the way that they coordinate that sometimes is just amazing. And
0: now, see, I, I, I wouldn't do that. I would, I would like, I'm, I'm not going to stop other guys from going to the bathroom in there. <laughs> if, if you, if you need to go to the bathroom that bad, you're going to have to deal with who's, who's ever already in the bathroom like it is a major public restroom but from somebody who has stood in line to go to the bathroom sometimes you just don't care <laughs>
1: <laughs> well yeah no so like as far as like me I have no problem going in and using your, like I'm not going in there to peek at anybody like I'm like I'm really I just gotta I gotta empty the bladder like I gotta go after having a baby like it's just it's not as like strong of a hold anymore and it sucks and so so if they're willing to let me go in there like i'm just gonna go in do my business wash my hands and like walk out like
0: (laughs) now guys out there i don't recommend it doing the the opposite way if there's a line for the guy's bathroom and not a girl's bathroom just stand in line of the guy's bathroom because you're gonna end up having to go to jail after that (laughs) That, that's, that's one of those double standards that I, I don't like double standards, but uh, I will, I, I will accept that one. That's just one of those things that you're going to have to deal with. Um, all right. Moving on again, cause we get sidetracked a lot. Yeah, we do. <laughs> if heaven does exist, what do you want God to say to you? And what, or what would you want to say to God when you arrive at the pearly gates?
1: That is such a difficult question. Uh, Again, like these questions are so hard. I feel like I would much rather God talk to me. Um, I don't feel as if I have like any questions for God. Like, I don't know, like I'm kind of in a weird place because like I believe there's something bigger out there. But I don't believe in it in the same way christian senses mm-hmm. i grew up with um you know so i i don't know like maybe like uh, you're done like you have completed it you are you've reached the finish line and had a girl kind of thing is what i might want to hear from like good job like you lived a decent life and you did not kill anybody so you are free to pass. So, <laughs> maybe something along those
0: lines. I, I, I um, I'm an atheist, but I always, I always tell people they're like, like, well, if you don't believe in God, what do you believe in? It's like, I believe, I believe in six degrees from Kevin Bacon. And they're like, what the hell do you mean by that? I'm like, I believe that we're all. Connected to every every other person on this planet, and we need to behave that way. Um, my my actions may not directly affect you, but they're going to directly affect somebody who's next to me, or who's, somebody's friends with me, and then that friend may be friends with somebody else, and so on and so forth. And they're going to uh, it's going to eventually affect you down the line. So. Um, I may be an asshole to somebody who I feel deserves it, but in reality, they might just because uh, I feel they deserve it, and I, I was an asshole to them. They may be, in, they may feel it's okay to be an asshole to somebody else, and then down the line, eventually, somebody's going to be an asshole to you. So, if we're all connected, realistically, the person. It shouldn't matter if you're being an asshole to the person that you want to be an asshole to... ...asshole to... ...or the person that you're friends with. Because... ...they should be realistically the same person down the line. So... ...you can be anything you want in this world. Just... ...don't be a dick. <laughs> That's my general rule online.
1: Fair enough.
0: Alright. What you want written on your tombstone if you do not want a tombstone because a lot of people don't believe in them what um what do you want your last words to be or both
1: um i feel so i feel like i'm kind of selfish in that sense but i do want a tombstone like i want a headstone i want somewhere where if somebody wants to go and like just sit and chat and talk to Denny um they can now as far as like something that's written on but i also want to be cremated because i don't like the idea of bugs (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and i also i like kind of want like my ashes spread all over the place like i don't want them just thrown in one spot like and that kind of again goes with like free-spirited travels uh, on the headstone itself, maybe something like with all the love, you know, just kind of, I don't know, like I feel like I use like love very loosely, I guess, because there's there's so many different degrees of love. Like the way that I love my husband is different than the way that I love my kids or the way that I love my best friend or mhm the way that I love my parents or anything like that um but I I feel that like everything should be done with with a form of love like your connections with other people so on my tombstone I would probably have like all love
0: which is actually a way to end a letter as well which is if if you want to want your life to be like a love letter to to the world it'd be a very poignant way to do that uh, do you have any last words or or no
1: fuck this place I'm out <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you if you use that as your last words, your death better be epic <laughs> that's, <Fair enough. laughs> that's like saying hey what does this button do it's like if if you don't if if you don't end up in like at least 10 pieces by the time you you finish that story like those words have been wasted it's just what it is it's fair all right um what i i believe i believe everybody deserves a soapbox now and again um during this question uh, after the question i will mute my mic so and i'll give you as much time as you as you need but what if you had the world at large at any given moment what would you want them to know
1: um i want them to know that like we completely live like in a broken system. Like at this point in life, we are in a place where we pretty much we go from like that childhood into the schooling, which is then training you to be compliant as an employee, not as a free spirit or a free like thinker. And then from that schooling, you then go into the work world. And from there pretty much until like you are unable to work anymore. Like you are just in this, I have to work and I have to hustle and I have to do this because if I don't do this, then now I have to pay bills and I have to feed and I have to provide and I have to clothe and I have the house and I, you know, there's just so much that is controlled, like just specifically through money. And I don't feel as if we are put on this planet to live this way. I feel as if we were, I guess, maybe like it is like more of an animalistic like mindset. But I think that we are supposed to be here to enjoy the experiences that this world has to offer. So there's so many different environments that is provided. So you've got everything from like the icy area to like the like deserty area, um, You know, so, and then you have, like, your rainforest and things like that. And there's so much that I haven't seen, even though I, like, enjoy traveling. I don't know. I feel like there's so much, like, need for... I don't know. Like, and I hate money. I hate money so much because, like, I feel like that's all that people are living for now. And they're not living for those those natural experiences or anything. And with the need to make more money, we are now in a place where there's so much more unhappiness where I feel like when money's not really like much of an issue on there, there's so much more like natural happiness that comes along with it. So that's my soapbox. (laughs)
0: Last and final question. Where can people find you?
1: <laughs> uh, like physically, I'm in Reno, Nevada. Um, I do have a TikTok and a Snapchat, which both are you can find me at Jesse Marie, which is J-E-S-S-Y-M-E-R-I-E. So you can find me on either one of those. Um And those are really like the only like social media platforms that I'm like public
0: with <laughs> I am your host Freddie Fisher you can find me at that on Facebook while you're on Facebook go ahead and check out Bracketology we have two different polls going up every single day so you can vote along just like the uh the bastards do on uh Twitter I'm at Fisher777 we're all at BracketPod and on Instagram I'm at uh, can't lick me not one word I will leave you guys with um The simple tasks that I give everybody at the end of the show. And that is this. It is okay to be a bastard. Just don't be a dick. (laughs) See you next time, guys. opinions expressed in this podcast are meant to be comical and may be controversial in nature. We at Bracket Bastards fully admit that not all of these facts will be correct, but we do attempt to be as accurate as possible. By using this podcast, be aware that this will be used for entertainment purposes only. Bracket Bastards aim to provide a loving parody to all the movies, music, and other media that we love and enjoy. Much love and respect to all the wonderful humans that poured their blood, sweat, and tears into the making of this pop culture we get to discuss. As well, please note that although we are all bastards. What one bastard says may not be true for the rest. Some of us live the gimmick a bit too well. And as always, thank you for listening. It's your head bastard here. As you can tell, we have a damn ball on the show, and I am here to invite you to join the fun. So if you think you are a bigger bastard than us, step up and let us know and contact myself or Harvey for more information. I have a uh, four-year-old myself, so I gonna ah, okay. talk about. Her. Granted, I can't say much about the entire, the first bit, though, because this is not, this, he's not my first, he's my last. Ah, okay. So- um, I, <laughs> I also have a, uh, I have a thirteen-year-old and a fifteen-year-old. So,
1: okay, so you have Although, age gap too. Uh, yeah, I have
0: a huge, huge age cap when it comes to that.
1: So, yeah, uh... I have two stepchildren, <laughs> and so my my oldest is technically eighteen, and then I have fifteen, and then I have my five-year-old. But she's the only one that I have
0: that has come from this body. Yeah. <laughs> Without giving any any t- details. I, I, I know what you mean. My uh 15 year my 15 year old is from a previous relationship, not married. Uh my 13 year old is from her previous relationship, not married, and then uh my 4 year old is a joint project. Okay. So we uh, this is a, this is the first time though out of all three kids I'm going through um uh, potty training.
1: Ah, okay. So, That's a tough yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. During it, he's he's like ninety five percent trained. It's just like like he'll have accidents every once in a while at night. Mm-hmm. But he's to the point now that he can go to uh, he can go to kindergarten, which is the main the main thing. So, uh, but when my when my ex and I uh, we we were apart at the time, so I didn't I even didn't get to see my kid for like eight months total ish because of distance and everything else going on. But during that time was potty training. So we got it all taken care of. My son, uh her uh, my stepson was potty trained by the time I came into life. So pre-form family. And so this this is the first time going through actually potty training. My son is the type of person too, he will Object, object, and object, and then one day he'll just get it, and he's fully there, and it ticks me off. It's like, dude, we fought for so long.
1: Right. Oh, my goodness. We started potty training at about a year and a half is when we Mm -hmm. started it, and, like, I don't know why I just, like, had this idea, like, she should just get it, and it's going to take, like, a couple of weeks. It did not. It took so long. And I'm like, I am not having a good time. This is not the best. (laughs) She's Okay, last time you're coming in for reals. Thank you. Uh, And then all of a sudden she just like, she got it. She was like, I got this. And she's so independent too. Like I feel, and like, it's kind of weird because she's been so independent up until like this last year and then she just started this whole like i need mom all the time and i need to like be attached to your leg all the time and i don't know wh- why or like where this came from but i'm like i'm like man you're like picking the worst times for this but uh so she's still like when she's going through like her growth spurts she'll have an accident and so like mm-hmm. i just didn't have to like monitor like little different things and like, okay, you know what? We're not drinking anything before bed. Like go to the, let's go to the bathroom. And of course, like Bluey is probably the best cartoon ever. And so they, they call it a tactical wee, And so I have to call it a tactical wee now because she doesn't respond to anything else.
0: (laughs) I love Bluey. Bluey is like one of my favorite, favorite cartoons of all time. I I will wait for my kids to go to bed because my kids, my my youngest is into uh, Paw Patrol stuff like that right now, and but I'm still a huge fan of Bluey. I was tempted. Walmart has the uh, lunch boxes, and there was one Bluey one left, but I didn't have my wallet on me at the time. I had my phone on me, so I could have I could have gotten it. But um, then I came home, uh, and when my wife came home, she she went shopping during lunch. She Pick it up for our for our son who's going into uh, kindergarten next year, but no, but going into pre into pre K this year. So he he has the ability to do his own lunches and stuff like that. So I I told my wife it's like if I had the money on me, to be perfectly honest, I would have gotten that myself. I would have because I I love that show. Yes, kids. it it is, it is it's an adult show made for kids
1: yes absolutely so like the i just kind of like stuck it on because i kept seeing it like pop up on my disney plus and i was like okay you know Mm -hmm. what this is something we haven't seen it before and i don't really want to like watch something that i've seen like 300 times and like i stuck it on and the girls because my niece lives with us too and they're just two months apart like they're right side by side and they like, were glued to it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I can sit here and I can get dishes done. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm scrubbing some dishes. And I look up and they're in the car. And I see the whole back seats full of stickers and food. I was like, oh, my gosh. I have never felt so heard as a nerd <laughs> in my entire life. Like, they captured this perfectly. And the fact that their house isn't, like, spotless all the time either as a nerd. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's amazing because I can tell you, like a lot of the times as a parent, like I always feel like overwhelmed because I think that my house needs to be clean all the time and like in order. And then because it's never in order, like I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm failing as a parent. And then watching this cartoon, I'm like, oh, even, you know, even these like cartoon families, they it's not perfect. They get it.
0: <laughs> the uh, first two seasons are I th- are at a Walmart right now, uh, DVD wise, and I'm, I th- I think it's like thirty bucks or something like that. I'm I'm seriously con- considering buying it just for myself, but then I realized that I'm te- I'm technically uh, re- with the exception of a background check right now. I'm technically in in between work, so going out and blind- buying like the first few seasons of Bluey, uh, I would say it's for my kids, but it's, it's for me. Uh, same same thing for the magic the magic school bus I got it for my son who's into dinosaurs and stuff like that so there's an entire dinosaur part of that but it's not really for him because he didn't enjoy it so it ended up being for me because I absolutely love the ma- magic school bus the older version not the newer one it kind of keeps me out so anyway um
1: okay we got a little sidetracked on that
0: <laughs> yeah it's alright <laughs> getting back to the show
1: okay <laughs>